Yeah, I see you two were very predictable with your backgrounds. Oh, I'm sorry that we uh, we Man. both like Michelle Pfeiffer and type Fucking latex. Whip me in the nuts, bro. I give a shit. <laughs> Whatever she's got to do, baby. <laughs> I went with Pee Wee. Disgusting. See, I was thinking, I was thinking more of like when he throws the kid out the window, just like get rid of this thing. A little look into your parenting style, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> From the sewers of Gotham, a new villain emerges. You didn't invite me, so I crashed! From the rooftops of Gotham, the perfect enemy comes to life. I'm Gotham. Hear me roar. Meow. And the only one who can save this city is a creature of the night. While she craves a romance she can sink her claws into, he plots a foul reign of destruction. My dear penguins, the time has come to punish all of Gotham! Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer. Above Gotham looms its greatest hero. Batman Returns on June 19th. On that note, Tyro, for a Batman Returns episode, were you ever of age to go to uh, an adult movie theater, taxi driver style? Or was that gone by your your teenage years? No, actually, um, I went to... They were still around when I was like 20, 21, 22. They were still around in my neighborhood. But not like a not the taxi driver style, but it was like the porn shop where in the back they had the booth and the hole. Yeah, you know, it was all darked out. Mm. You can, but you can get all sorts of stuff. I used to take ladies there, dates, you know, that sort of thing. Nice, Very yeah. Nice <laughs> take ladies there, huh? I, I, hey man, I break out the red carpet. I roll the romance. Oh, don't worry about how sticky the floor is. <laughs> Welcome to our Batman Returns episode. <laughs> we talk about one of the biggest hits of nineteen ninety two. Um, I think Hyro hates this. Let's see this. Uh, get my numbers out before he starts attacking. Uh, forty-five million dollars. That probably was some sort of record opening weekend at the time. You don't really see those sort of numbers in in '92. Um, I think it was the last one we recorded was Patriot Games. That was like eighteen. Right. Um, but I seem to recall you doing a Christmas episode on your other podcast, I did. Uh, True Bromance, and I don't remember you being too favorable to Batman Returns, so the joy is going to be taken out of this quickly, Jared. I will say that I don't remember what I thought of it. Oh, good. Back then? All right, so a, a fresh watch. What? How was your first time viewing a Batman Returns? See, see on, on Batman Returns for that discussion back then, that was you know for a, a real award-winning podcast. This one, I'm watching it with the sober cinema eyes. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking at horny-ass Danny DeVito. Well, you have Pee Wee Herman as your background. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I've got Pee Wee as a background. So you, I watch this from a comedy standpoint, and it really sings. Like, it's it's got all sorts of dumb shit that will play great for this podcast. At least I hope so. Does it, is it any dumber than any modern superhero thing? Yes. You think so? <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? I think it's knowingly dumber. Yes. I think it knows that superheroes dressing Blings up like grown it, men, yeah. dressing up like a bat, is a stupid, silly thing that we should chuckle at. I don't think like uh, you know the latest Spider-Man movie where three Spider-Men show up and cry together. I don't think they're playing it like this is supposed to be stupid, even though it is. Well, there's a certain air about these Marvel movies that make it <laughs> easily... Um, 
uh, chortling about these things with how uh, serious these idiots take this nonsense. I think that's part of it. I don't think anybody was taking Batman Returns to the level of uh, seriousness that some of these Marvel nerds really go in on these movies. You're saying we're never supposed to seriously consider that Dan DeVito, as a oversized penguin, ever <laughs> has a possibility of fucking Michelle Pfeiffer in a cat outfit. Not without trying. He does try. I may have saved the mayor's baby, but I refuse to save a mayor who stood by helpless as a baby while Gotham was ravaged by a disease that turned Eagle Scouts into crazed clowns and happy homemakers into cat women. Yeah, I'll go a the mystery man beast who's been romancing Gotham. Today made us bid to run Gotham. Thank you. Mr. Cobblepot, you are the coolest role model a young person could have. And you're the hottest young person a role model could have. Here. Wear a button. Let me just get it on that. Thank you. 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 chilly in here. I'll warm you. Down, Oswald. We need to talk. You see, you and I have something in common. Sounds familiar. Uh, appetite for destruction. Contempt for the czars of fashion. Wait, don't tell me. Naked sexual charisma. Batman. The thorn in both our sides. The fly in our ointment. Ointment. Scented or unscented? I'll come back later. Perchance are you a registered voter? I am a mayoral prospect, you know. I have but one pet cause today. Ban the bat. Oh, him again. No bother. He's already history. Check it out. We're going to disassemble his Batmobile and turn it into an H-bomb on wheels. No, no. He'd have even more power as a martyr. To destroy Batman, we must first turn him into what he hates the most. Namely, us. You mean frame him? Not even in office yet, and already an enemies list, hmm? Those names are not for prying eyes. Hey... Why should I trust some cat broad anyway? Maybe you're just a screwed up sorority chick who's getting back at her daddy for not buying her that pony when she turned sweet 16.
nice birdie. me off a building just when I was starting to feel good about myself. I want to play an integral part in his degradation. myself a bath right here. He's swinging for the fences. Shoot your shot. I mean, I can't blame anybody. <laughs> Looking the way he looks, he's probably never been fucked before in his life. So, God, are we, you know are we getting kind of like, like she was asking for <laughs> rapey undertones here? Because I think she's <laughs> licking herself. Like, she's spread out on the bed purring. Um, when I think back to that scene, I'm... Yeah, he's a disgusting freak. Even just Danny DeVito is should not be like talking to Michelle Pfeiffer. Shouldn't be looking her in the eye, at least. But I don't know. Maybe maybe he was. Maybe that was the only time where a penguin man could be like, hey, maybe. Maybe I'm just her type. Finally. I'm uh, someone's type. But he isn't just doing it to her. He does it multiple other times, you know. Anytime a a someone of the fairer sex comes anywhere near this dude, he's all in. He's shooting he a shot. He put his mouth on another man's face, though. Doesn't he bite him? I know they're going for like a Hannibal Lecter thing, but that's, that's what grossed you out there—that he bit a man on the nose. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying he's a sexual deviant, like in all regards. Why not slap him in the face, <laughs> Will Smith style, <laughs> with one of his flippers? That would have been disgusting. But at least his mouth is not on another man's face. Say more beautiful privilege. Danny DeVito tries to get laid, and we're talking about <laughs> throwing him in jail. <laughs> Bruce Wayne fucks everything that moves. He's just a playboy. He's a rich fucking pervert. <laughs> not to mention Red Mike over there. Oh, he, a man on a man. Shut this down. It's over. Disgusting. No, you, I was. Uh, would you buy another just, man, Mike? <laughs> why, Only on I the back. Understand why? Why do I have to defend myself against Danny DeVito biting another man's <laughs> nose? You said on, he put his Stop mouth so on another man's vanilla. face. Be That's a little not, more progressive with your kinks. That's not, not what you said. You said he put his face. mouth on a man's face. That's what you said. Rewind the tape. <laughs> Can you imagine if Will Smith bit Chris Rock? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure he wanted to. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, did he? Chris Rock has too point, much hair. Pyro, that I was making was I don't necessarily think Penguin has his eyes just on women. I think he just wants any sort of human contact he can get, even when it's totally <laughs> unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. <laughs> just let me touch you, <laughs> man, woman. I don't give a shit. <laughs> a man with Pee Wee Herman in his background should understand that. that so, you're, you know, so you're saying this movie would have been touched? This this move this movie would have been improved with a little Dick Grayson. Little Robin action, a little boy toy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cue in here. Um, Where's the professionalism here? From? Not me. I don't see anything lit up on mine. 
Actually, my, all my stuff's in sleep mode. Jared is uh, lying. <clears throat> so mine's in... Ah, oh, shit. Uh, can't we can't see. see. Oh, you know what? I don't want you to block what you got going on there. It's mine. I don't need to block her up. Uh, actually, yeah, I did have something to say, but now I've lost my train of thought. Uh, you were going into homophobic rants, probably. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help me get any closer. <laughs> yeah, it could, it could be any numerous things. <laughs> How little that narrows it down. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, I got something. It wasn't where mm. I was going, but um, Tim Burton. Sure to love. He loves his fucking freaks. Like, mm. loves... <laughs> Loves the fucking door. I mean, even Michelle Pfeiffer here. <laughs> the dorks. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, she he uglies her up as much as possible to make mm. her, you know, her transformation to Catwoman, where she is a bumbling fool who gets herself pushed out a window, like talks herself into being pushed out a window. Anything that she can do to put herself in more danger, she will shove her foot in her mouth and get Christopher Walken, who, you know, very Michael Shannon, I guess, you know, early you know, version of Michael Shannon, hard to make that man look sweet. He always kind of looks mildly deranged uh, with those eyes. And uh, so, yeah, even her as a pinup girl on Jared's eyes, like our, our Zoom backgrounds, starts off as like the uh, the underling that no one would ever pay attention to um, until she does the like the sort of Catwoman, she's all that thing, the makeover. I I thought that I would grow out of Batman Returns because I <laughs> I've grown out of Tim Burton. Where it's like <laughs> I don't know. There's something about when you're facing what is he? He's got to be like sixty or something now in his sixties. Eventually, I want him to get over being bullied as like a middle schooler or whatever happened to him as a kid. Like, can you just let that go? But he's still always doing the sort of like kooky characters, the Edward Scissorhands. Um, even Big Fish, which is, I think is his like best movie as like a grown functioning adult. Um, you still have a dad talking about all the fucking freaks he met in his life and Danny DeVito again, I think running a fucking circus, of course. Got a lot of material there from, (laughs) to pull from. He is 63 years old, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at his like latest filmography to see if there's any merit behind your rant about his nerdiness. About him growing the fuck up already. Yeah, he did Dumbo, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, <laughs> Big Eyes, Frankenweenie, Dark Shadows. I don't like being right here, but I am right. Like, a fuck enough, man. Like, Grow up, Peter Pan. You're a Count Chocula. citizen at this point. Uh, Jesus. Little wedding crashes, I like it. <laughs> How about we be pimps from Oakland? <laughs> My maple syrup conglomerate. <laughs> It's the Kevin Smith thing. Like, how long can you do Jane Silent Bob bumbling around before eventually it just becomes pathetic? He tried to do Red State. I like that. Yeah, but he he retreated back to, you know, safer territory. What's that shit he did with the walrus? Uh, Tusk. Yeah. Yeah, okay. There Maybe there are reasons that he went back to the Jane and Bob money. Look, I'm, I'm not saying anything negative about Batman Returns, I'm actually in a weird way trying to pay it a compliment that I felt like I should have grown out of enjoying this. Um, I think I enjoy it more. As a kid, I probably <laughs> Despite thought it was too Tim fu- Burton. <laughs> Despite, you know, well, uh, thank God for Michelle Pfeiffer, but um, mm, smoke as a kid, I probably just thought the there wasn't enough action in it. And let's face it, Dane DeVito is your main villain. Doesn't lend itself to fisticuffs. As much as I want to see those flippers smack <laughs> Michael Keaton in the face, 
And that's you know, the weird Cronenberg like sort of body horror. Of, <laughs> of whatever mucus sticks from the fucking oh. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? So I, I I don't know how to play it with you, Hiro. I'm I'm called homophobic because I don't like mucus is gross. Vito biting a man's nose off. So I'm like, all right, let him slap somebody with his flipper. But that's that's uncouth no, of me. You said you don't want Danny DeVito putting his mouth on another man's face. That's you, and you do. You do here. Is that what you're saying? I don't mind. I don't okay. My I'm a ally. Oh, you wouldn't mind it. Okay. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I bet you are. I identify <laughs> he him. Would you like to be the tiebreaker here? <laughs> <laughs> well, seeing as he's Frank Reynolds, I will probably be the tiebreaker you don't want. <laughs> you think, whoa, whoa, are you the, the person going to like the Comic-Con that's like, as long as you're a cast member of It's Always Sunny? Mm-hmm. Have your way with me. Frank Reynolds is like the greatest character in the history of television for me. So, uh, I kind of got to side with Hyro on this one. Did you not just hear my Tim Burton rant where I'm like, there's <laughs> time to put away childish things. So whatever weird fantasies you have about Dean DeVito. I mean, air them out if you want. Our listeners want to hear it. But That's right. That's I what we're here him. for. I love him. If it was some other grotesque, uh, disgusting person of, his, of that stature, then sure. But because it's Danny DeVito, that's the specifically special case. Danny DeVito. Uh, specifically Perlman. Danny DeVito. Yeah. But okay. if it's Rhea Perlman, you're like throw that troglodyte mm-hmm. out of here. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> Burn her. <laughs> I will tell you my problem with the movie, and that's um, it's one of the lamer villain um, stories. <laughs> Just trying to become mayor. That would probably be yeah. the all the only thing that I have a problem with with this particular movie. Go ahead, Hiro. Like, Tell us about how this predicted the rise of Trump. <laughs> well, I he... didn't think that. It's like you, you can put over like if you get the people behind you, you can put up whatever fucking whatever. troll that you want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think if actually meant that that might have been my one of my uh, go to lines during the old true romance thing. You know, is I'm the, just uh, reading back you know passages the the excerpts from his previous podcast. Ex- appearances but I mean, <laughs> see if you recognize it <laughs> yes yeah, did Hiro say, say this I said, <laughs> I said this this sounds pretty good i remember this that cat is smart i say <laughs> that is a great point so michael actually did hit me up he's like hey man you have the catalog or notes from these things and i'm like oh mm-hmm. i don't remember this you know what he directed me to basically google <laughs> <laughs> How insulting. You know what? You can find a wealth of information on Google.com. <laughs> oh, I, try, I try to direct that cat to Libsyn. Give me a download. You remind me of Mia Farrow. Did you, did you ever see, of course, you know, the uh, the internet calls her like the, the greatest mother of all fucking time and, and Woody Allen's a monster, but Mia Farrow once tweeted out a happy birthday to one of her, you know, 27 adopted children and like an old person that doesn't know how to crop, like when or <laughs> download an image off the internet, yeah. she left the Google search where she herself posted the entire oh. screenshot where it said mm. Mia Farrow's black child. She, <laughs> that's what she Googled and posted uh, as a happy birthday. Oh, God. Speaking that's... of which, there was a, somebody posted a tweet <laughs> of Mia Farrow about this whole Chris Rock Will Smith confrontation and the only reply, oh, I fucking love Twitter, is like, ain't your ex-husband fucking your oldest child? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Twitter's amazing. <laughs> Speaking of which, this is not going to be timely because, you know, we continue our, our Oscar special mm. things where we bring it up every couple of weeks to the listeners mm. and are like, good God, these men are really obsessed. With they really Will love Smith the Oscars. <laughs> it just happened yesterday. 
yeah. for four straight uh, episodes. So Jared asked to take over the social media accounts. <laughs> oh, yes. This is and good. he tweets two things, but his first tweet gets the account locked for 24 hours. One for one, baby. <laughs> you attacked two people, so which which celebrity was uh, over the line? One of them... The DJ Khaled, I think, was the one... Um... So but Jason Siegel, you can you can harass according to I guess, Twitter. I guess Siegel is just not really like <clears throat> on his Twitter very much. It's not his thing. <laughs> He's got both hands on a puppet or a muppet. Uh, DJ Khaled's handlers D- uh, flagged mm-hmm. this as an attack. DJ Khaled got a little upset, I suppose, or Twitter did, or whoever, whatever. I mean, you can't ask a man to show him your tit or <laughs> for him to show you your tits i don't know what uh the usa stands for anymore how can they say this show is homophobic when our social media handler is the very first thing we get his hands on account seconds later he's asking another grown man to show him his breasts <laughs> and then we're, we're we're locked we can't we can't tweet <laughs> the oscar Festival. i was locked out for 12 hours <laughs> you had the account for 12 minutes <laughs> speed run baby <laughs> an amazing what Nicole will do <laughs> I, was, I was highly impressed but that's right after that is when I mm. muted the whole conversation and woke up to about 250 texts <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. I had to pass my bedtime and uh, I don't get that channel that it was on so is Michelle ABC? Pfeiffer I w- <laughs> You don't get television. <laughs> Was it not on Telemundo? <laughs> wow! I cut the I cut the cord like 2014, or something like that. I'm a trailblazer. I admire that. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Jared. Is that is that you waving the white flag? You've tickled yourself so much that you can't continue. I admire that. <laughs> I cut Netflix like a couple of weeks ago. I'm just taking High Rose lead. I've got to. Oh. I've got to walk it back. You impressed me, High Netflix is about to go away too for me. Man, twenty fucking dollars. Get the fuck out of here for trash. Pure trash. Uh, not uh, no power of the dog fans on this this podcast. I watched or maybe that. so. Did you like it? Oh, uh, I finished it. Hmm. Yeah, my better than Lethal Weapon Three, but yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, it was. I got it. You know, we're doing. Uh, obviously, this one came out in June, but uh, when I referenced Tyro's previous podcast experience, his recording experience on this, it was for a Christmas episode. Uh, where do you think this one sits, Tyro, as far as uh, these uh, summer? non-Christmas movies like Die Hard uh, and this one uh, set during Christmas. Do you think this one is a good holiday experience or keep Tim Burton and Pee Wee Herman away from the children? Like, would you show this to your children as far as like, here you go, here's a Christmas adventure movie? I I think I've shown this to the kids already. You know, did they like uh, it or, or did they recoil from it? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> Oh, I, it was during the pandemic. You know, on brand I, for high row. It was during the pandemic. Tough Every night was family them. movie night, and instead of like Netflix shit, I ran them through the entire Indiana Jones uh, catalog. I ran them trying through. to educate them. Yes, gotcha. I ran through anything that was kid appropriate from like the mid nineties and earlier. So what did stick with them? If not Indiana this Jones, stuck hard. Oh, okay. Like they've watched the shit out of that. Ghostbusters, they've watched a ton. My son's my son's he just turned six and he walks around with a Ghostbusters shirt nonstop. Does he hate the female version? 
yet. Is he a true Ghostbusters I didn't fan? show that. I wouldn't punish him like that. I like my kids. <laughs> I did take him to the movies to see the new thing that they did with the little kids. They like that. Uh, the afterlife? Yeah, it was, he liked that. Well, I'm glad you're you're raising him in a, you know, you're bringing him up the the way of the world, full of misogyny and hate towards. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, the Lord of the, the Rings that made him watch the extended editions. Mm, mm. That being said, though, Batman Returns. I mean, Catwoman's the reason this thing is stuck around. Correct, Michelle Pfeiffer's version of Catwoman is probably why people go back and revisit this. I can't imagine it's Michael Keaton's Batman here. Because he's not really given anything to do. Oh man, Derek just flipped a table right now. <laughs> well, you know. Don't you have a podcast that does this? I think we've done an episode on this. Yes. No, but, I mean uh, Batman, like Michael no, Keaton's Batman of the podcast. Mm-hmm. If you I started listening, Derek... I started listening when Derek came on to that podcast. So is, that, is this the time to drop the the Hey Bobby clip? Drop it, sir. I'm gonna drop something else for you here. I've got. Uh, I've been. I've been uh, yeah, you know, not of this recording, but by this point, uh, you'll have heard uh, Dave has been exposed to some of his <laughs> the public shaming that has <laughs> come up as a regular character on this. And he's got a few choice words for how well, I'm assuming this is while I was uh, uh, injured and had a family of injuries that he mm. took the opportunity to sweep the leg while I was out like a coward <laughs> out to my face. <laughs> What what is it? Uh, you know, is it is it me? Is it Jared? Is it just the uh, the Kentucky uh, residents here that everyone is going to attack the uh, the color and the spice on this show? Because it seems like free shots are taken at you all the time, Hiro. I don't know what it is, but uh, apparently our uh, our listenership has uh, has really not embraced you know twenty twenty two's you know love of people of color. They're hanging out in the Irish bars. <laughs> to be honest, you know, look at our numbers. I don't know if they've really embraced us, but we do, we do have a dedicated <laughs> fan base of presumably white women that are incredibly racist <laughs> that found the show. <laughs> I, I struggle with uh, with this one as far as like, I, it's like a weird cult classic that was also like a financial success, but it also, like if you go back to 1992, I remember even as a kid, uh, the feeling that this went too dark. And so thus we got like the bat nipples and the Schumacher version. And then after those come out, it's like the same parents that were upset about this one. were like, well, maybe we went too far because then we had to take our kids to whatever Schumacher was doing with Clooney and Kilmer. And now Batman is just firmly planted in dark character. Emo like, land. Not gonna, yeah. yeah. So I feel like this one has probably aged better than the response it got uh, initially. But I agree with Jared, like the, you know, it's got episode one vibes, or I guess episode one had Batman Return vibes, where like the main villain, you know, there, it's like something with a trade federation, and it's like <laughs> fucking like, I don't know, tax credits between different planets. Yeah, like, it does nothing, not sound like something appealing to kids at all. Nothing more interesting than fucking trade embargoes. <laughs> yeah, a, a fucking race for, for mayor from the Penguin. Um not to to bring it back to you know something that's too topical as we're trying to do these like flashbacks to you know 90s movies but colin farrell's you know just sort of thug penguin is probably more in line with what i would expect like just a fat guy that talks shit and is this where you beats up you start bringing up the new one so you can add the hashtag and like hey we talked about this for 30 seconds hashtag <laughs> the batman the batman yeah 
Yeah, we probably won't time it out right, but you know, it's it's interesting that uh, I did watch. I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't rewatch this one for the podcast because I'd, I'd watched it so recently, and you know, I'm talking to a man that chose Pee Wee Herman as the background for it, so I knew the <laughs> direction, the tone that we we're gonna go for. But I did watch some of the extra features, and it was weird that apparently Warner Brothers, like, it was already decided. This wasn't Tim Burton's choice. It wasn't named by, like, the Penguin was next up. They were going to do Joker, and then they were going to do Penguin. So as much as I, like, you know, hated on Dork Burton, Catwoman was his influence. Like, I don't really know what we can do with Penguin. Like, he's just, like, a short, fat guy. Mm. What sort of action movie, what kind of set pieces can I build around it? He's absolutely right. Now, where he's at fault is I think he did bring in the fucking clowns in the circus. And the Penguins with missiles on their backs? That one I don't have as much of a problem with. I don't know. I, at no, at that Mike point, Mike loves penguins. Well, <laughs> Mike loves child killing penguins more than anything else. <laughs> yeah, when Plan B penguins. To... <laughs> wow. wow. Correct me if I'm wrong. The penguin is going to kill. Is it the firstborn? The firstborn. Just... He's born. pulling a real uh, <coughs> Old Testament. He's going Egypt. biblical right there. Man. <laughs> uh, I think I, I I just added my own flavor to it. Where I'm like, yeah, I know he starts out with the firstborn, but doesn't he escalate to all of them? But apparently not. Mm-hmm. In my mind, he escalated to you know to Gary Oldman style. Everyone from the professional, just like just <laughs> take out everything. I don't know. I mean, if you have like. Circus clowns as your henchmen. You live in the sewers. You're like taping up shredded contracts from Christopher Walken with shit all over them. Like, sure, have like an army of penguins that you've attached, you know, rocket launchers to missiles. That's whatever. That that's fine with me. If, if Batman had gone around and kicked some of the penguins and like punched them, that would have been also <laughs> good. But you know, it's Michael Keaton's version, so it kind of sucks. Just doesn't go down that way. Michael Keaton's version sucks. Boy, you are really just burning every, every Derek Bridge. Maybe look, maybe it's not Keaton. Maybe it's the suit, but he can't really move around. It's the neck piece, the neck, right? The neck yeah. doesn't allow him to move. Yeah. So I mean, the fight scenes are going to be kind of, kind of static. But Michelle Pfeiffer and her stunt double, she moves. Yeah, she's doing flips Listens. and whatnot. Michael mm. Keaton is five foot nine. Okay. <laughs> I knew it. Fucking, fucking joke. <laughs> it's a Batman. I, I knew I could throw that in there, and there'd be a fight. What is, what is? Just look up Ben Affleck, Jared. You know the, the best. Oh, he's like six foot Batman. something. Six four, I think. Six three, six four. I thought it was the emo four? dude. Six one. Oh, Pattinson. He looks relatively tall. Does he? Okay, so is Pattinson imposing enough for you? Samuel Jackson's not, but Robert Pattinson. He's getting beat down at the bar. Everybody's just jumping on that dude with his little sad emo thing. Ben Affleck is indeed six foot four. What's his telephone number, Mike? <laughs> what else do you know about him? What's that new movie he's got? That new porn he's got with the uh, uh, the beautiful woman. Um, if it's Anna de Armas, yes, I'll, I'll watch yes. it. <laughs> yes, I can't believe Deep I water. haven't watched it yet. I've had it in my queue, but the goddamn Oscar season and podcast and. Yeah, that's that's see that would be the the one for Mike. That would be like Patriot Games. This is this is just for me, for me time. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how we start by you know I get accused of being uh, homophobic and we end the show as like mm, goddamn. Anonymous. Oh, see, I was focused oh, on Anadarmus. I didn't realize you were going for like the ass oh, shot no, for Ben Affleck. He, he's still on Ben Affleck, right? <laughs> really? mm-hmm. now, there's a man Daredevil. you want to bite on the face.
with the scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe Glengow, any Glen. I'm Ramgon. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Fucking plays Mike's two favorite uh, superheroes. Couldn't be uh, more tailor-made. Daredevil and Batman. <laughs> I'm just glad they finally got a man to play Batman. Mm. <laughs> Six foot four, bulk face. <laughs> On that note, you know, I'm, I'm not someone that uh-huh. hates Robert Pattinson out of hand, but it does seem like the casting of Batman. Like we can go with Keaton, even Christian Bale, who you know that's the best version as far as the, produce the best movies. Um, it, it has to be some sort of like weirdo, unhinged looking guy as as Batman. Ben Affleck is not that. Ben Affleck is like a jock as Batman. He's just physically imposing. But when he's Bruce Wayne, he doesn't look like he's ever had any fucking problems, uh, getting dates. Whereas Keaton, the way he plays Bruce Wayne, Christian Bale to a certain. I mean, he was Patrick Bateman. He was American Psycho before he was his Batman. Is that just something people expect? Like, oh, he's like, he's the weird kooky character. Like Ben Affleck, in all honesty, probably could have like played Superman in another timeline as far as just, so I don't know what that says about me that I need even my fucking freak in a bat costume to be like appropriately handsome, like the starting quarterback. But Batman is the sort of out like, or Ben Affleck is the outlier as far as like the serious Batman movies, like just a normal good looking guy plays Batman. Well, I mean. You know, you brought up Patrick Bateman. I, don't, I mean, you referenced American Psycho. I seem to recall some, you know, excellent physique and filming of himself. You know, so he's good looking sure. dude, right? And but, then, but his version of being in excellent physical condition is that he's a serial killer. Like he's still the, he's still a dork in American Psycho. Is he? he yeah, yeah, a dork or he's awesome. He almost weeps when another man has a. <laughs> better looking business card than than him he's a he's a dork uh i will not argue with him there i struggle with this as well weeping openly in front no, of other men? the business cards man you gotta get them right man you gotta get them lifted and embossed all that stuff it's important <laughs> is that a big concern in the military sector <laughs> <laughs> no it's the homeowners association yes <laughs> I'm out there like Karen. Hyrule Cobblepot. (laughs) (laughs) Just putting his mouth on men's faces. You know, kissing babies. Cut your grass! (laughs) I actually take a tape measure to the grass. Make sure that it's within regulation. I think we're good. I I tried to give some Batman talk and you just... Call me a fucking homophobe. Bring up Ben Affleck. We'll see you then.